Welcome to Hearing God with Gary and Jane Berry. Do you want to grow in your intimacy with Father God, Holy Spirit and Jesus? Join us as we share insights and practical tips that you can apply today. Hi, I'm Gary Berry and together with my wife Jane, we host Hearing God, a podcast that helps people hear from God. Today we're looking at part three of Hearing God Through Our Dreams. Jane. Well, firstly, I think before we get into that and unpack that, let's share briefly how we've heard from God this week. Gary, do you want to go first? Well, at a real practical level, I was buying some trousers for my son, work trousers, and we're at one particular place we often pick up some things from, but the price just didn't seem to be right. And it was as if I was just tapped on the shoulder then and said, try that other place just out of Frankston. And I contacted them and were able to get two pairs of trousers significantly cheaper in that particular place. So I'm glad that I responded to that little prompting at that moment and saved a whole lot of money on trousers. So Gary, when you talk about a tapping on the shoulder, what's that like? Yeah, I know I've mentioned that a couple of times. It was just an impression, try the other workwear place. Yep. All right. A thought came to mind. For me, I had a dream overnight. It went on like I was awake and then back in the dream, awake, back in the dream. So I woke up and the dream then continued when I went to sleep. As I've said before, I dreamed prolifically. This dream was about my sister-in-law and my other sister-in-law's kids. That's what the dream was about, but it wasn't about them specifically. And as we'll unpack in this episode, Over 90% of the time you dream about people, it's actually not about them. So it would have been totally wrong of me to ring my sister-in-law and tell her the dream because it actually nothing to do with her at all. It actually was about me realising my purpose in this next season. And a key that we'll unpack is what I've found when I've helped people interpret dreams is to ask that question, what else is happening in your life at the moment? So I woke up going, oh, I'm quite frustrated. Why wasn't I that person? And then I went, all right, God, what is it in my life at the moment? Bang, the answer came. Let me just mention our show notes on our website, garyandjane.co, just outlines brief discussion points and Bible verses, resources mentioned, all that sort of stuff. Can I just say, Jane, further to your your unpacking that dream then, often you get people that ring you because you are in their dream and then as they start to unpack it, you end up turning it back to them and help them understand what it is and that it really had nothing to do with you. Yeah, exactly. As I said, over 90% of the times that you dream about people, it's actually not about the person, it's what that person represents Mm. in your life. So a large percentage of our communication occurs without words. We can convey meaning using language, colour, shape, sounds, smells, pictures, objects, emotions. God uses all those ways when he communicates with us. God's the master of relationship. He's all about relationship and desires intimacy. And he wants to communicate with us in an intimate and personal way. And our dreams are personal communication from God. And our interpretations are unique 
using symbols that are meaningful and personal. And I think in an episode a couple ago, Gary, you used the thing about DNA. Uh, the last episode or one before. Fingerprints. Yeah, we're all unique. There's not a one size fits all. And that's what we've got to be careful of. Dream dictionaries are brilliant. But the specific things like different colours mean something to me as to someone else. So the dream dictionaries can be good in that they give you a starting point. They can help you get bit of a broad understanding of what that image or what that scene could mean but then you need to narrow down to what it means for that particular person yeah and i think a brilliant dream dictionary is the divinity code to understanding your dreams and visions by adam thompson and adrian bill that will be mentioned in the resources on the show notes so when we talk about dreams are personal symbols and the meaning of them is personal we had a lady come to our prophetic team meeting one night and share about a dream she had in the dream this young girl on a bike motorbike with her mum and it broke down in the middle of the desert and in the dream a group of heavily tattooed motorcyclists stopped and they had a black dog with them now that could be quite alarming that dream In today's age, black dog can symbolise depression. But when this woman unpacked what all the symbols meant, she was brought up by a single mum. They often went motorbike riding in groups of, you know, the it wasn't a gang, but bike riders. Bikers. Bikers. And her favourite pet as a kid was a black dog. So the heavily tattooed motorcyclist and the black dog actually represented safety to her. So we need to look at what the personal meaning is. Swimming pool. For some people it can mean relaxing, you know, sunshine, having fun. Friend of mine, it represents overcoming fears. There's also, with meaning of symbols, Biblical meanings, it's the rule of first mention. So whatever meaning something had when it was first mentioned in the Bible means that that meaning will usually be carried through. I don't have a good example at this stage. But dreams are also like parables, and we see in the Gospels, Jesus often spoke in parables, and you had to unpack the meaning behind things. So it's really as you unpack the culture of the day, you're able to understand those parables within that culture. Yeah. And sometimes in dreams, there can be a play on word or colloquial language or idioms. Like overnight, in the dream I had, my sister-in-law noted on her notice board, she noticed something. I didn't notice it, but on her notice board, she noticed something. And I went, ah, she noticed a change. The notice board noticed a change. Just that was interesting. Toilet can sometimes mean to let. Russian can be rushing around. Fishing can be fishing for something, example, compliments, or it can be evangelism. 
And a great example is in the Bible, in Jeremiah 1, 11 to 12. I think that's in the message version. God's message came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? Jeremiah said, a walking stick, that's all. And God said, good eyes, I'm sticking with you. I'll make every word I give you come true. So he had a walking stick and God then used the word stick to say, I'm sticking with you. Wow, that's a real play on words. <laughs> I think a great example is oh, a number of years ago, I don't know which year you might be able to tell me, Gary, because I'm not a great footy fan, but on the front page of the Herald Sun newspaper, it had this huge words, Demons Blog Saints. Now, if you weren't an AFL player, AFL footy player, that would mean Demons Flog Saints, like it could mean the end of the world, you know, the enemy's winning. It wasn't. It was purely the Melbourne footy team defeated St Kilda. AFL footy team. Yeah, that makes sense what you're saying, Jane. What to do with our dream? I think we need to treat it a bit like a prophetic word. And like a prophetic word, we don't chase the dream. We chase the relationship and intimacy with God. So we've been encouraging people to dream, but it's about intimacy and building our relationship with God. So you chase the dream giver. That's yeah, really what that's you're saying. That's a better way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. So dream interpretation is really an invitation to draw closer to God and go deeper with him. So I love to pray and ask for revelation and wisdom. And the Holy Spirit helps with that. He's not going to say, oh, no, I won't. In Genesis 40 verse 8 in the Bible, they said to Joseph, we have had a dream and there's no one to interpret it. Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God. Tell me your dreams. In Daniel 1.17, it says, to these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. So in John 16, 13 to 15, we see that the Holy Spirit is our tutor and will lead us into all truth. So as you're trying to interpret your dreams, keep checking back with God. And keep testing it and saying, does this sound like God? Does it conform with scripture? Does it draw me closer to God? So you're really saying that it's a dynamic conversation. It's not just a one-way thing. It's a dialogue. It's backwards and forwards seeking clarity as you go. Yeah. And if it's directional, then you may need to bounce it off some wise people some people further down the track. Which we've mentioned in earlier yeah, earlier episodes about bouncing it off wise people to help bring clarity. And hopefully they'll ask you questions, not tell you yes or no, but they'll really help you unpack it further. So the word interpret in Hebrew has two words. Patha, I'm probably got the pronunciation wrong, relating to the mouth or the opening and across, so it represents a symbol. Pasha relates to the understanding of a dream. So when we interpret a dream, we're opening up the symbols of a dream and the understanding of a dream. And I think the biggest key 
to interpreting your dream is to keep your summary simple. If we overcomplicate it, we can miss the meaning. Also, what you're saying is there's some things, some symbols we need to emphasize in interpretation, and there's some things we just need to not worry about. Like, for instance, when you said the dog and the tattooed motorcyclist, you didn't worry about the tattooed motorcyclist, the fact that it was the black dog and that was safety. Yeah, but also the motorcyclists, because they were part of a biking gang, that represented safety too. Mm. My method's quite quick. I go, one, my emotion on waking. Two, I summarise the dream in 30 seconds. Three, what is the main event, the main action or focus? Where am I in the dream? Are there other people in the dream? What do they represent? Symbols, actions, but most importantly, what else is happening in my life at the moment? So the interpretation is really bringing those two streams together, the key things of the dream and then what's happening in your life. And as you bring those together, that's where you get your interpretation. Yeah, and try not to go off in the nitty-gritty details and off on a rabbit trail. Now, sometimes if you have a specific dream like Ben Carson with the chemistry equations from episode two, the dream episode two that we shared, then, you know, it's very specific. It doesn't need much interpretation. But if you need interpretation, then these are some things. One, what was the main emotion? How did I feel on waking? Was it a yuck sort of feeling or was it a good feeling? Because that can help slant. Two, what was the main or primary event? And summarise it in 30 seconds. Just the highlights and anything that was repeated. Three, who was the main character? So most dreams, as I've said earlier, at least 90% are about us and we're the character who is central to the plot. Where am I in the dream? Am I an observer or an active participant? If I'm an observer and not in the dream, sometimes it is about someone else, but most times, most, most times, the people in the dream are symbolic. What role do they play in my life? Is there a particular trait, character trait of the person, the meaning of their name, that sort of thing? Is there a... I was just going to say, Jane... Just so if people are jotting these down, we're up to number four, and there's ten key points. And we will put these in the show notes. So is there a situation in your life that currently fits? So often the dreams mirror current events in our life and are about us, our family, career, relationships, ministry, that sort of stuff. And then look at, is it symbolic? Can you interpret the dream literally or is it symbolic? And list out the main five to seven points or symbols. You know, if there's rooms or locations, tools, equipment, transportation, vehicles can represent ministries or influence, numbers or colours. Now, you can use a dream dictionary, but as we've said, you know, a black dog can mean different things a color blue does not mean the same thing for me as it does for you is there any play on words 
Seven, how many times have you had this dream or similar dreams? If you have repeated dreams about something, take notice of the message. Number eight, try and interpret it, pull all the info together. Nine, ask Holy Spirit to confirm. Ten, apply the outcome. So I'll give you a couple of examples. For three consecutive nights, a lady dreamt she was driving a car and ran over a small child or toddler. My friend shared this dream with me and it was about her mother-in-law. And there were some really important questions to ask. One, what else is going on in her life at that time? She was 90 years old. She was still driving. Basically, this was a warning dream. She gave up her license, decided she would drive no more, never had any more dreams like that. So it was purely a warning dream. So there's some questions you need to ask. So the warning dreams, that was a real healthy dream, really, wasn't it? Oh, it was a brilliant dream. Yeah. I wouldn't see that as a negative dream at all, even though you could look at it and go, oh, and be fearful. No, it was actually really good. So a number of years ago, I was on a mission trip with a team of people and we were evangelising and running programs for school-age kids. I was frustrated as I wanted to incorporate more sort of Holy Spirit stuff into the mission. And that night, I dreamt my high school principal came. I knew I was meant to tell him how much he'd influenced me, but I was a bit embarrassed and didn't. So this high school principal went and threw himself into a pool of water face down and died and I felt bad since if I'd told him how I felt he would not have died now that could be oh shivers that's a really bad dream there are some important questions to ask what was the principal's name the principal's name was Mr Cross so he actually represented Jesus a man on a cross Jesus. So it's a play on his name. What was happening in my life right at that time? I was on a beach mission and I was struggling with the whole not having Holy Spirit stuff but the group evangelism and realized sharing my testimony and how God was working in my life and sharing about Jesus was what was important. Does that make sense? Hmm. Yeah, brilliant. So as I've said before, caution in who we share our dreams with is so important. And ask God if you should share your dream, you know, a significant dream with someone and how and who. Now, at the end of every episode, we have a prophetic activation, which is purely an opportunity for you to practice hearing or receiving from God. So if you could now turn your heart and thoughts to Father God and just ask him, Father God, can you please tell me more about my favourite, could be colour, my favourite number, favourite object, favourite jumper, favourite something. Something that's personal for you. And God, can you please highlight something about it that I've either forgotten or I'm not aware of? 
and just ask God some more questions about that. Now, at the end of every episode, we also have a prophetic word that both of us have asked God what would be relevant to you. Gary, do you want to go first? So my word today is that I sense God is giving you a handbag or a bag. And in that bag are some tools. And each of those tools have a name and they're going to help you unpack. They're going to be sort of a a summary set that will help you to unpack the dreams that you'll have in this next two or three months. There you go, Jane. Brilliant. Wow. I'm looking forward to unpacking them. So I actually saw an orchid, and this orchid was stunning in its simplicity. And if you looked closely, it was very intricate, had striking colours, and I actually saw you as this orchid. You are striking. You are stunning. And I see you standing out in the right environment. And I just had a sense God's just going to tweak your environment and your surroundings to embellish, to embellish is probably the wrong word, to help you really flourish. Just follow his lead. Gary, would you like to pray? Father God, we thank you for this time you've given us today. Thank you, no matter where people are around the world, that they are clearing, hearing from you. And that, Father, during their, as they sleep, not only will they be able to dream, but when they wake up, they'll record it and systematically unpack it so that they can understand what it is that you are saying to them. And, Father, may they also be people that can help other people to unpack their dreams. And, Father, may people be released into their destiny for this next week, this next month, this next season. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We would love it if you could ask God who you could share this podcast with and share it with them and just tell them what you value most about it. Also, if you could follow us on your favourite podcast listening app and leave a review. really helps. Thank you so much for listening.